0: What is Gwanin peeps? What is Gwanin? I know it's been a while. And I, I, to be honest, I forgot. But I really want to get through this book because it's so informative. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, because it has been a while, it's called Clear Your Clutter with Feng Shui. And it says creating sacred space with feng and if i remember rightly we were on chapter nine so i'm going to read that for you it says think of your home as a graphic three-dimensional representation of your life if you share the space with others you may like to claim this claim that it represents their lives more than your own especially if they outnumber you but you can't get out of it this easily everything around you is a reflection of yourself and this includes not just your home but any other people who live in it too and what they what they create there this chapter looks at some of the primary areas where clutter collects and how they can it can affect you so basement attics and junk rooms basements and other types of under house storage your basement or cellar symbolizes your past and your subconscious mind A cluttered basement symbolises issues from the past not dealt with, often very weighty issues. People tend to put these heaviest junks in basements. The length of time it has been down there will tell you how long you have been putting off dealing with what it's symbolically buried in the stuff. And remember to add the period of time it wasn't being used before it got relegated to the basement. If you leave things in your cellar long enough, the chances are the mildew, mice, damp fungus or some other natural saviour savior will intervene to help you decide to dump it. But while these processes are happening, how are they affecting your life? Feeling hopeless, depressed, lethargic, aimless or burdened in your process are just some of the unfortunate side effects subterranean clutter can have of course you can use your cellar for some storage but you need to regularly review what is there only keep things you actually use from time to time and don't have so much stuff down there that air and energy cannot circulate so the attics things stored in your attic are can restrict your higher aspirations and possibilities It is as if you'll sabotage yourself by creating a false limitation. You will tend to worry more about the future than other people, as if there are problems hanging over you, ready to drop at any time. After clearing out these attics, many people write to tell me what a difference it makes. It took me a week to clear out the attic, but it felt fantastic and I'm buzzing with energy. I have over 40 years of memorabilia stored in my attic. Old love letters, photos, trinkets, souvenirs. They were just gathering dust and entertaining the mice. I cleared the lot and converted my akit to an art studio, which has now become my favourite room in the house. My newfound creativity has brought me such joy. I... I booked a consultation with you because my business had plateaued out several years ago and I was hoping you could work your feng shui wonders to move it on to bigger and better things. The last thing I expected you to recommend was to clear out the attic and I must admit I wouldn't have done it if it had been left to me. It was my wife who finally talked me into it and I just wanted to let you know that it has been exactly as you said, like taking the lid off my business it had completely taken off in a new and exciting way like a dream come true so junk rooms hopefully this chapter on the banger put put you off ever having one of these again the murky energy that emanates from junk rooms is highly undesirable and can really put a spanner in the works of whatever aspect of your life is connected to it If your circumstances are such that you absolutely must have a junk room for a while longer, then at least tidy and organise what is in there. So, junk drawers. What I am about to say may surprise you. My advice is, do have one. Designate one drawer which you can just throw things into. If you live in a big house, you may even need a junk drawer on every floor. This whole clutter clearing thing is not about being obsessively perfect. It is about handling your belongings in such a way that the energy of your home is vibrant and flowing rather than dull and stagnating. In our business world, we sometimes need the blessed relief of just opening a drawer and chucking in all those odd things that are littering the place. So do have a junk drawer, but just follow the three rules. Choose a small drawer, use it sparingly, have regular clear-outs. So, entrances, doorways and passageways. Your main entrance. In feng shui, the main entrance to your home represents your approach to the world as you look out and your approach to your own life as you look in. Just as people enter and leave through this doorway, so too does energy. If the area is cluttered in any way, it can restrict the flow of opportunities coming to you and hinder your progress in the world. This is a very important area to keep clear. Clutter near the main entrance creates unnecessary struggle in your life. Next time you use this door, take a long objective look at what you see. Is the pathway to it cluttered by overhanging branches or overgrown plants? is there junk outside the door or visible for the pathway as you approach or leave the building do you have to fight your way in both pegs of bulging coats hung five deep scattered shoes welly boots raincoats hats gloves scarves and other assorted perfect pal- pal- organize this area so that it is clutter free as possible especially make sure that there is no clutter wedged behind the door which prevents it from opening so your back door as you will discover later in this book when i come to talk about the wonders of colon cleansing everything eats and excretes. if your front front door is the mouth through which things enter then it logically follows that your back door is You can figure this out for yourself. (laughs) So if you don't want your home to be constipated, don't let clutter accumulate here either. So behind doors. One simple way to test whether feng shui works or not is to go through your home and clear clutter from behind all your doors. This includes things hanging from hooks and doorknobs. Dressing gowns, towels, bags, you name it. As well as things which obstruct them from opening fully furniture laundry baskets etc then notice how much easier your life becomes this is so simple and so effective when your doors cannot open fully the energy cannot flow freely around your door so everything you do takes more effort when you remove the clutter the energy flows more smoothly and so does your life so pathways clutter in corridors passageways and stairways obstruct the flow of life bringing energy through your home so your life lumbers rather than jaunts on its way the worst type is clutter which causes you to contort your body as you go because you have to maneuver around it keep all of these areas as clear as possible so living areas the lounge sitting room living room or family room These vary enormously from home to home. Some are kept fastidiously clean, tidy and clutter-free so that they are always representable when visitors call. Others look permanently like a hurricane just swept through. The important thing is that your home has a heart where people naturally feel drawn to spend time and hang out with each other. Even if you live alone, there still needs to be a place where you do this with yourself. A house without a heart is not a home. Sometimes the kitchen table or dining room becomes the gathering point of this energy. Or it may be the lounge or the family room. Whatever it is, it is important that the energy doesn't whiz through the place too quickly. It needs to be able to collect and blend before moving on its way. So this is one instance where a few well-placed objects can be placed to anchor the energy and create a homely atmosphere. Make it as inviting as possible and it is it is particularly important to have an attractive centrepiece which symbol, so what symbolises something relevant and inspiring to the people who live there. So the kitchen... What is lurking in your kitchen cupboards? A man came to one of my workshops, shared with us that after reading my book, he decided to heat his way through all the food he had not he had not go shopping again until he had consumed a lot. He said he managed to live like this for nearly eight weeks. In the end, he was drawn down to ten tins of food he didn't like. So he threw them out and went shopping. Have a major clear out of all your cupboards and don't forget your fridge and freezer. So bedrooms, things that don't belong in bedrooms. Is your bedroom a dumping ground for all those things you have nowhere else to put? If so, you are treating yourself like a second class citizen. It really not ideal to have computers exercised by broken down equipment and other unseemly objects crowded in your sleeping area. Clutter in the bedroom is a real no no for children and adults alike. For those who are romantically inclined, whether you are single and looking for or already in a relationship, it will pay you to do dividends to keep your bedroom tidy and clutter free. Stale energy hangs around dirty laundry, so never keep a laundry basket in the bedroom. And be sure to change your bed sheets at least once a week to keep your energy vital and fresh. These tips will improve your sleep as well as your love life. Interesting. So under beds. Anything in your energy field affects the quality of your sleep. So re- resist the temptation to stash junk under your bed. If you have one of those beds that have drawers in it, the best thing you can you can keep is that it's clean bedlam and towels and clothing. I'll read that again. The best thing you can keep in there is clean bed linen, towels and clothing. So dressing table tops. it is a curious and little known fact that when people have lots of bottles and containers on dressing table tops, most of them are virtually empty check yours and see keep the surfaces in your bedroom as clean as you can so that the energy can move smoothly and harmoniously around the space so on top of wardrobes clutter clammed on top of wardrobes and cupboard is like problem hanging over you waiting to be dealt with it impedes your ability to think clearly and freshly, and it's the first thing you see when you wake up in the morning. You will tend to wake up sluggishly. Lots of clutter in your home, s- s- slashes higher the eye level. Stashed higher the eye, higher higher than eye level will have a gen- generally oppressive effect, and you may suffer from headaches. Interesting. So inside wardrobes, most people wear about 20% of their wardrobe, 80% of the time. If you doubt me, do this test for a month. Each time you wear something, can launder it, hang it at one end of the wardrobe. At the end of the month, you will find, unless you have deliberately changed your habits to beat this exercise or have a job that requires you to vary your outfits, often you are wearing those same clothes most of the time. Actually, it's not just the clothes you wear, that follow this 2080 pattern it can be applied to everything else you own and to most activities in life we all get 80 percent of our results from 20 percent of our efforts this is known as the business world as the palato principle known after an italian economist who first figured it out similarly we get 80 percent use from 20 percent of our belongings so when it comes to clearing out your wardrobes, first separate your clothes honestly in the 20% you love to wear and the 80% which are just taking up space and it becomes much easier to dump the excess. When sorting through your 80% pile, it is wise to get clear on your criteria for whether something stays or goes. First, check out the colours. A great investment is to have a professional colour consultation to discover which colours uplift and enhance your energy and which colours do the opposite. You will f- walk away with a swatch of colour samples that are sure to make you look and feel great. And this was one, does wonders for your self-assurance. This helps you shift through at least 50% of your clothes and discard them forever more. Because it suddenly becomes abundantly obvious to you that they never did anything for you in the first place. Next, try on each item in the remaining pile and see how you feel. If you don't like the shape, the texture, the cut, the material, anything else about it, let it go. You owe it to yourself to create a collection of outfits you absolutely love. So that never again do you open a wardrobe bulging with clothes and moan. But I've got nothing to wear. Make a decision to never ever buy anything again which is, isn't quite what you want because now you know it will just end up in the eighty percent pile and you will have wasted your money. Resolve to buy only clothes which your love which you'll love and which looks great on you. And if this means that you buy three gorgeous outfits which cost a bit more, rather than twenty duff cheap ones, it be so be it. And yes, I recommend you do this even if you are short of money. In fact, making a point of always looking good and feeling good is one of the best ways you can raise your energy and so attract yourself better prosperity. So close an energy vibration some people keep things they haven't worn in over 20 years they say that if they hang on to them long enough they will come back into fashion my advice is if you haven't worn it in the last year and especially if you haven't worn it in the last two or three years then let it go in one year you will have gone through a cycle of all the seasons and if you haven't felt the urge to wear it in all that time then this particular article of closing has has had its time if two or three cycles of seasons have gone by without you wearing it this is definitely time to let it go it may be useful if you can understand why these clothes will never be appropriate again in the same way that we decorate the walls of our homes we choose colors textures and designs of fabric that we wear to reflect our own energy vibrations for example People go through colour phases. Several years ago, my entire wardrobe was purple, with a few greens, blues and turquoise items. But it was purple I was really big on. Someone came to find me in Bali and knew which house was mine, by the sheer quantity of purple laundry hanging out to dry. At this time, I was stuck in lots of purple energy into my aura, which was to do with reclaiming my own power and prosperity. Now I have integrated the colour so I can hardly ever so so now I've integrated the colour and so I hardly ever wear it. Most people have some items in their wardrobes which they bought, wore once as never worn again. What happens is that you are out shopping one day and your eye catches on something. Let's say it's orange with purple polka dots. You wear it on and it looks you wear you try it on and it looks fantastic to you. So you buy it. Well it so happens that on that particular day you wore a bit of off, balance emotion. You were off balance emotionally and the colours in your aura had changed to orange with purple splodgy bits or something complemented to those colours. So the new clothes looked great but by the, the next day that particular emotional set had dissipated. Your aura is back to your usual colours and the clothes don't look so great to you anymore. They never did to anyone else. You wait for the cycle to come around again, but usually, mercifully, it's one-off with few or no repeats. The trick is, never go shopping when you feel emotionally out of sorts. Comfort shopping is one sure way to end up with a wardrobe of clothes you will never wear. Some people hang on to clothes that are too small for them because they are planning to lose weight so that they can wear them again. It really happens this way. If this is you, do yourself a favour and take a trip. Take a tip from Denise Lynn, which I have passed on to many people with tremendous results. Throw all these clothes away and go out and buy yourself something which will make you look and feel really good exactly as you are now. And guess what usually happens? You lose weight. Call it sod's law if you like, but it works. And the reason is that you have stopped resisting being fat. You have decided to love yourself exactly as you are instead of waiting until you lose weight. When you resist when you resist when you resist persist and what you resist persists, and when you stop resisting, it stops persisting. So bathrooms. Some bathrooms I see are stacked to the hilt with appliances and beauty grooming products. They are on shelves, windowsills, on top of the toilet system, c- round the bathroom, next to the wash basin, on the floor, and anywhere else there is space. This makes it so much more difficult to clean the inevitable grungy deposit they leave and creates a confused, chaotic theme in any area which ideally needs to be calm and peaceful. People with clutter-free bathrooms find some of their meditations and almost their best songs happen in their bathtubs or showers. For best results, install some storage units and keep them organised and clean inside and out. So, garage and carports. These are a clutterholic's delight, providing a great place to store parts of cars you no longer own, bits of furniture you no longer use, boxes of stuff you never did like and everything else you can't squeeze into the house. Dedicated hoarders will gladly leave their expensive cars parked outside in the weather so that their worthless clutter is safe and dry. I even know one family who moved from a house with a garage attached to a house with two garages attached simply because they needed the extra clutter storage space. Garages can be used to keep things in but only for items you use and like. A clean, well organised garage space can be a delight. So cars. The state of most people's cars is a real giveaway as to their state of clutterdom. If you have cleared the clutter in your home but are driving around knee-deep in rubbish, there's still work to do. Your car is like a small world unto itself. Do you cringe and apologise for the state of it whenever you give someone a lift? How many times a week do you think of your, to yourself, this car really could do a good clean-out? Every time you think about it, your energy dips until eventually it is costing you more energy not to do it than to just roll up your sleeves and get on with it. You know how good it feels when it has been freshly tidied out and validated. Treat yourself So portable clutter. I am talking about handbags, shoulder bags, briefcase, trouser pockets and so on. Now just in case you're wonder if I want my talk or just write books advising other people what to do, it's it happened. It happened that just a few days ago I was visiting some friends and their two year old child decided it was it was guest handbag inspection time. Out it, out it all came piece by piece. While her mother and father looked fondly on, apparently, the little girl ransacked handbags regularly, leaving a trail of embarrassed women in her wake. I can assume it is a wonderful feeling to sit back and watch with enjoyment rather than concern. Her parents had been prepared to apologize to me, but instead they awarded me the prize for the tidiest handbag they've ever seen of course it's not always so immaculate but I really can't see the point of carrying a bag of litter with me everywhere I go so rather tidy out regular tidy outs are a fundamental to me at la- as laundering my clothes on an international note I have noticed that clutter zones vary from country to country in Australia as an example people tend to have garages or storage areas under the house so this is where they like to put their clutter in england attics and basements are a favorite in ireland they love to fit fill sheds and outhouses behind the house and america's just stash it everywhere wow so that was the end of chapter nine. That was interesting, but tomorrow's chapter is about collections, and ah, uh, that is where this is where the area for me is going to be deep because I'm into collections. So until next time. <laughs>